What's up, everybody? This is the Palmer Squares. And you're listening to the Average AF Podcast. This is Dan Cummins, and you're listening to the Average as Fuck Podcast. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Catalyst Bars, and you're listening to the Average AF Podcast. Let's get it. Yo. What up, guys? This is episode 47 of the Average AF Podcast. Woo! Uh, we are here with Steve, as always. As always. And then a special guest, uh, Mr. Taylor Sabo. Quickly not do, becoming. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly not becoming special. He's been on, what, at least three or four times. Yeah, so. three times on public episodes, and then we got a, a behind-the-scenes episode on the Patreon, so check that out. You need to. Um, before we start here, just a reminder, guys. Uh, we are donating all of the funds from the Patreon this month to the Columbus Freedom Fund, and that's just going to uh, help protesters uh, basically get out of jail, bail money, and stuff like that. Right. So if you want to donate, um, definitely sign up on our Patreon, but then just make sure you cancel your subscription by the 30th. Yep. Is it the 30th or week, 31st, yeah. whatever the it is? The 30th this month, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and then that way you're not renewed and things like that, and all that money's going to go to them. So or just support my boys and don't cancel. Right. That I mean, you could do that too, and and we're definitely uh, not opposed to that. Right. Right. <laughs> I got you guys. Well, <laughs> well uh, how you been, man? How's uh, how's life been? Um. Well, Steve knows because we talk. You know, a lot at work. Yep. Uh, I was struggling a little bit beginning quarantine, like most people were probably. Um. But I've been doing better as things have slowly become to op- open up and life becomes more normal. Right, so right. with that, I'm my mental health and my happiness right. is starting to rise. Good. Well, uh, Taylor is definitely one of our biggest kind of sports fans, I would say. Probably oh, one yeah. of the biggest that I know. Um, pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty up there. At least for basketball and uh, college football. Yes. So without that, I know, I know things have been a struggle for me. I can yep. imagine for you. Yeah. Um, but. Before we get into all that, I did want to kind of touch base because we've only really hung out a couple times just mm-hmm. doing the podcast and stuff like that. So I don't really know you all that well, aside from your sports opinions and stuff like that. <laughs> so uh, with that, do you want to just kind of tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Just kind of whatever you want to whatever you want to say. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, I'm a simple guy. I like long walks on the beach. I like <laughs> uh, laying in my bed and watching Netflix and uh I like sports, and that's about it. Right, right. I was... No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I, I was going to set you up, man, but I, I, I'm being nice. I was going to say, describe yourself without mentioning sports or sneakers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well... <laughs> Steve said you couldn't do it, by the uh, way. You know what? I, 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 Sorry. I, I love Chipotle. I like... Okay. Uh, long walks on the beach. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I... Sports sports is, is me, and it's been, it's been part of my life, and... Um, it is hard, like you say, and it's hard to think of myself without like describing my love, my love for sports. Um, I think I want to. I consider myself a good friend to a lot of people, yeah. to people I care about, um, to people who care about me. Like I would go to the ends of the earth for not everybody in this world, but the people that matter to me. Um, and I, I haven't always been like that. I feel like I was selfish a lot in high school, but since then I've I've grown a lot. Um, I yeah, think so. Kelly how old are you? Just let the people know. Twenty-three. You know? Okay. So I uh, I graduated from Galleon. I I moved to Ohio when I was in like fourth grade. I was born okay. in born in Montana. Moved to Idaho after I was like three years old. My dad nice. joined the Air Force. Lived in California for a year and moved to Ohio. So I've I've been around. I moved a lot as a kid. 
Um, so Galleon was that first place that was home for me. That I was at the same school for more than you know two years, and um, you know I had good friends. I played sports. Um, I was I tried to be popular sometimes. Maybe came off as a jerk some of the other times. Um, but I've grown up up a lot since then. I know the person I that I was before. I'm not now. Um, and a lot of who I was is what you know brought me down the path of working at Walmart, going to school for education. Um, so like I hope to be a teacher. I hope I coach football right now at Galleon. I hope to keep continue coaching. I'd love to get into coaching track also. Um, so I just want to you know take care of kids. I want to teach kids. I want to you know educate them on more than just math, science, English, social studies. You know about life and like. I grew a lot from high high school to gra- to their graduation um, because I didn't set myself up for success afterwards. Right, and right. you know, my definition of success is completely different than anybody's. In my mind, I, I wasn't prepared, right. and I had a few teachers that really. I had one per- teacher in particular um, who went to the edge of the earth. It seemed for me to help me out and just like my transition from working at Walmart full time to North Central, and my transition from North Central to Ohio State. She was there, and she's helped me out. I've talked to her since. You know, I want to be that for a kid someday. Right. Um, I'll be teaching middle school, so it won't be exactly like how she was, but just the importance of to kids. Like, you know, middle school is important, too. Right, right, Because right. you're going to transition Definitely. to high school, and Definitely. that's when it really, like, you have to focus. So if you right. have that mindset going for, going into it. Um, so if I can do that for one kid, you know, when I start teaching, awesome, you know, I've done, right. I've done my job. And then – Coaching on top of it is just like one of the greatest choices right. of my entire life. Best decision I've ever, one of the top three best decisions I've ever made was coaching last year instead of waiting till I graduated to start into That's it. That's awesome, man. That's yeah, what's awesome. the, what's the, as like being a coach, because you know, I love NBA. Mm-hmm. Never would I want to be a fucking coach though. <laughs> so what is it in it for you that makes you enjoy coaching? You know? Um, so like, I mean, I coach high school football. I, I work with the varsity JV freshmen. Um, Part of it was just that desire to be out there on a football field again, whether it's two-a-days, regular practice, or Friday night games, Saturday morning games, Monday afternoon games for freshmen. Yeah. Um, I just – there's something about walking on the field and smelling the grass and feeling, you know, the wet, the wet grass, seeing the white lines, celebrating with your kids. You know, I remember like, – it's – it was nostalgic my very first day of two-a-days last year, walking out the same path that I walked out so many times for my first day of two-a-days. Right. And it was different perspective, obviously. I don't have the helmet on. I'm not carrying my shoulder pads. Um, instead, i am got a whistle around my neck and trying to learn kids' names for the first time. And it was... It's, it's, it's tough because... Or it's not tough. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with saying how I, how I feel just because it's, it is such a unique experience that like, yeah, unless you sure. get into it for sure. and like, I don't know, man, it was, like I said, my favorite part was just being, being there again and, and giving any knowledge that I have of the game to the kids right, right. and seeing them like benefit, use it or benefit it. And so this is my year too. This is when I want to take that next step growth and really become like a coach with knowledge and a coach, like they listen to what I'm saying right. and, and a respected and coach. from it. yeah right. Right. instead of just right. some dude that's out there that right. they hadn't spent all summer with or anything right right just out here for a job making money and yeah. you know right so um, it's, it's a hobby for I'm, I mean I'm excited to get back to it we um with coronavirus and everything I was really worried about not having it 
Um, we got to start our summer lifting in the beginning of this month. Um, very limited. Right. It's definitely not anything that it normally is. But I'd rather be out there with restrictions than not be out there at all. Um, we should start on time. So August 1st comes around. We should have first day of two days, and I'm jacked for it. That's I mean, awesome. I feel like I'm more excited than some of our kids right now just because I know, like, you know, there was a chance we lose it. And, right. Um, after graduating and not having it for a few years, that rush I got, like I said, that first time walking last time, last year, amazing, worth it. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha, That's awesome, man. man. Yeah, I'm 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 amazed at how um like how we appreciate the things that we thought were just always going to mm-hmm. be there. You know, like you just kind of assumed that this year was going to start up perfectly right. fine and Absolutely. no issues. Right. Um Steve assumed he was going to go to the gym every day or every other day or right. whatever it is, right. you know, and it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Um me I stay at home all the time anyway, so it didn't really affect me too much, <laughs> but um sports-wise, I mean, I know um a lot of a lot of people are dependent on sports and stuff like that yeah. just kind of for Absolutely. sanity, really. Um I do want to say something about like just the taking it for granted type thing. I hope like I don't know if any high school kids do listen to this or anybody that will end up doing it. And it, it's it goes for high school football, it goes for everything. Don't take it for granted because, like, I mean, some of my kids that play football, they were in track. They play baseball. You know, they could have done big things, and they lost track season without any warning. Right. And there's a difference between, like, getting hurt and still being there for your for your people that you want to support. They all lost it completely and didn't get a chance to do it. Galley has some kids that could have done some really good things, maybe one state last year, and they lost it. So don't – you could lose football season this year at any moment. And again, right. it's not like you're hurt and can still be there with your teammates. No, if they take it, it's just gone. It's gone. And our seniors, like my heart will break for them, right? For all of them, if they don't get to you be there for their last year of football, right? Um, so it, it goes for everything, especially for the ones that you know hope to get a scholarship yeah. or I mean that you know, that, that opportunity year away and they don't gone. get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gone. And right. it's not it's just tough. for sports. I mean, it's for everything. Right, um, right man. You know, I, I I just, like, take for granted going to class. I like being in class, being in the classroom with my teacher right there, um, with my friends right there, instead of on Zoom, where oh I, my God. I'm not paying attention as much I as I should. I couldn't do it. I took that for granted, and now, like, if we can be back in school in the fall and on campus, I'll yeah. cherish every moment of right. it because right. it's, it's going to be gone before I know it. Right. right. Yeah, right. I, I couldn't do home, you know, uh, classes from home or anything like that. It was awful. We, uh... We, we spoke about it before, so I graduated from Clear Fork, right? Mm-hmm. And we had, um, I think, 135 kids, 130, 136 kids, right? So right in the middle of that is uh, 68, right? Mm-hmm. That's right in the middle. I was ranked 69th out of 136. Mm-hmm. Like, just didn't care at all. And this kind of goes back to your to your point about succeeding and stuff, even if even if you don't take it seriously, which I definitely recommend because it's much easier if you do, but even if you don't, there is still, you know, a potential to become successful. Mm -hmm. I think currently I'm, I'm not necessarily to the heights that I want to be, but I think for my age and, um, you know, my, my background and kind of things like that, I'm pretty successful, you know, for myself, Mm -hmm. like you said, it's, it's different for everybody, but, um, but yeah, like, I just always want to kind of drive home that you definitely want to take high school seriously. You definitely want to take college seriously. But if you're at a point in your life where you're past that, 
it's still not over. No, like you, absolutely. You Turn still it have set your goals and you know work hard for yourself. Right. Or if you have kids, work hard for your kids. Right, and, right. You know, yeah, and that that definitely kind of put put my ass in gear a little bit. Is when yeah. I had a kid. Like I think, and I think we talked about this just a couple weeks ago. I would say I'm the same person that Steve met, you know, five six years ago or whatever. But like, I guess like I don't know, like my drive or. Or mentally, I, I'm not sure what it is, but there is something different, mm-hmm. and that's because because I had a kid. And right. yeah, you just gotta no matter where you are in life, even if you're even if you're 40, you still have 40 more years of life. Like you got plenty of time. Yep. You can start at 50. Like it doesn't matter. Um, you just gotta you just gotta keep going and keep moving forward. Right. So. You gotta find your level of success. Like yep. some some people are, it's gonna be low. That's how you want to live your life. Right. Perfectly fine. Um, but just find what's right for you and, and work towards it. And you know, if you feel like you've been kind of in the low points of life and you can, you can turn around, you right. really can, and um, do good things in your mind. And For sure. Yeah, um, man. Um, one more thing about you. So um, you are um, engaged to be married. Mm-hmm. Yep. When do you plan on doing that? Is that something in your future? Is that something that uh, grows? Congrats, so, I mean, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh so we got engaged in December. We we just hit our five years together, June fifth. It was our five year anniversary graduating from high school. Um, we still we will still have two years of school left. I have I spent two years out of school before I went to North Central. Spent a year at North Central, and then I had my four years of undergrad at Ohio State for education. Um, she from the very beginning she she knew what she wanted to do when she was in middle school. She wanted to be a vet. And she's one of the very few people that I've ever met that from a very young age knew what she wanted to do, stuck with it, worked hard in high school. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, right. You know, vet school is a lot. It's, it's like being a doctor. You go to undergrad four years. You go to med school for four years. So she was at Finley to do her undergrad, um, applied a year early just to kind of get her feet in the water of like how does the application process work and all that. Got accepted into Ohio State a year early. Um, so she got to skip her last year at Finley and go straight to the vet school. Nice. Um, so she's got two more years left. So it was kind of perfect the way it worked out. Like nice. me taking my two years off, spending a year at North Central, seven years for us, be together seven years. Um, so we plan on getting married end of May of 2022 after graduation. Gives us a whole summer to, you know, finalize jobs, hopefully find a job so I can right. quit Walmart, find a house, and right. get things started. So see, see, I like that, man. Like a lot of people kind of kind of look down on the long engagements. Yeah. But I, I'm the opposite, man. I, I like it. I think it's a good thing to kind of announce more or less the next step, yeah. you know, and the commitment and stuff like that. And then take your time and get, get everything, get all your ducks in a row and things yeah. like that. I so. think for us, it was just more of like, like I said, so we had been together for four and a half years by the time we got engaged. Um, we knew like we're going to, we're right. going to be together. Our plan was to get married after we graduated anyway. Um, so it was kind of like, it's inevitable that we can right. engage. It was kind of just like that next step. Um, have we done really any wedding planning? No. Or has she done any wedding planning? Not really. She um, has in her head. I'll tell you that right she, now. She, she knows exactly what doing, she wants. She was doing that <laughs> way before we, we got engaged. But, um, no, like I said, it was just more of like the, the next step and just, we, we knew it, what was going to happen. So it was, you know, it's, we have two years, it's a long engagement, but like, in our minds, we were already. Yeah, um, right. I think a lot of people rush that part, you know, especially from the engagement to the wedding. Mm-hmm. 
like there should be a healthy at least one year gap because mm-hmm. a lot can happen. You know, yep. once you, I think that engagement part kind of sets it in reality somewhat. Like, yeah, oh that's shit, that's what that's what it did for us. Like, you know what reality. I mean? Like, holy shit! Like, yeah, it was a right. it was a concept, but now we're actually starting to work on making that a reality. And right. then that that time you really kind of really need. Like, is this something that? Not to say that you know. Um, it's something that you should be contemplating at that point. Mm-hmm. You should kind of know, especially right. if you said yes. It puts it but in a different level. Exactly. Though. You know, like this is, you know, it really brings things into reality to a point. So I think a lot of people rush that part. You know, that mm-hmm. I know couples that's been together for a long time. Got engaged, got married six months later. Yep. Divorced. Mm-hmm. And it's like, usually you know I mean? it's so. usually because they get engaged after six months or a year <laughs> yeah, or something like right. that. Like, man, like right. that that is a very good thing, very healthy thing that you guys waited that long yeah, even because right. that's rare nowadays. People then, just yeah. jump to it. And then for as young as you are, you know, I'm 31, man, so I almost got 10 years on you. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, people change. Yep. Like, I'm definitely not the same person from 17 to 23 mm-hmm. to right. 30. Like, I, that's three completely different dudes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I would talk to the 17-year-old, like, you think you know shit. You don't know a goddamn thing. Yeah. Right. And then the 23-year-old would say to me, like, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So No, and we, like, I mean, our Kelly and I's relationship, it's, um, it's, it's very unique. Like, I planned on joining in the Air Force when I graduated. That was going to be my plan. Like, oh, my entire senior year was... Because I grew up in a military family, it was right, the Air right. Force is, you know, it's what I was planning to do, um, serve my country, blah, 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 all that. Um, we started dating, like I said, the day we graduated from high school is when we officially started dating. And it was kind of one of those things, I'm like, if, if it doesn't work out, I join the Air Force. If it does, I don't. Right. Well, five years later, I did join the Air Force. <laughs> right. um, but Kelly's helped me grow so much uh, as a person, as a man. Um, like I said, I owe my one teacher a lot of what, my, what I've done now. I owe a lot to Kelly. Um, like I said, she's been she's the only person I've ever met that, you know, as a child knows what she wants to do. She's worked towards it. So she right. showed me what hard work can lead to, what setting goals for yourself. Right. And she definitely works her ass off in everything. And I try I'm not quite at that level of it. Sometimes I get distracted. I, you know, maybe d- get discouraged a little bit and, and, and hold back. But she just I mean, she showed me what grinding really right. can do, and right. Right. Um, because That's of that, like, nice. a lot of people don't have that man. Yeah, that kind I, of so. And I, I kind of look right. at it like, well, I didn't join the Air Force, so I have to stay with this one, <laughs> right? Else, so see, and and I, I mean, like Steve said, a lot of people don't have that drive, especially knowing as a young kid that that's mm-hmm. what they want to do, and that's me, man. Like you know, if anybody that knows me long term, like. I don't stick with shit for very long at all. Like I get, I get very bored with, with things and move on, but it's been cool, man. The podcast is one thing that I've stuck with and like am fully dedicated to and haven't gotten bored with. I've gotten maybe frustrated here or there, but that's just natural. Part of learning. Right. I see the growth just with the podcast, like knowing you from the podcast, the growth of the first time I was at Steve's house and we had that was a that was wild know, that was mic, a long time he was ago holding a mic and you had your computer but a whole different like sound and you know the second time to the to the office and now I'm here you have a whole new equipment camera like right. the growth that you put into it it's it's unbelievable and like you know if you could do that for this like right. I know what you'll be able to do for yourself in life right, right, right man. yeah we're just I'm just trying to like you know pay my bills with the podcast so <laughs> it, but honestly like if you if you get to that point whenever right. you do you're gonna be so much happier exactly talking about your life making money for it than doing whatever else you want to do exactly and if you get to that point it's because you worked hard 
you pushed your podcast, you promoted it, you right. did everything you had to, and that's great, dude. Well, that's, I mean, for that's me. That's why you guys need to sub Patreon, <laughs> double double your stuff. I'm going to double mine tonight, $10 from oh, me going forward. shit. And you all need to do it. I challenge you all to do it. Well, we appreciate that. Patreon.com slash Average of Podcast. Do um, it. <laughs> but, yeah, man, like, I've I've never had, and this is so weird to say, a lot of people are going to, like, kind of be like, what the fuck? But I've never had goals, mm -hmm. like, in my life. <laughs> like, I really never did. That's exactly what just went through my head. Right. Like, I've never really had a goal, mm -hmm. and there's nothing that I've really, like, gravitated towards that I love and that I stick with. Like, I'm like, oh, this is dope, and then in a year I get bored with right. it. Um, but I've always liked talking and like <laughs> and like sharing my story yeah. and my perspective and stuff like that. So that's why like um, even if like down the road something happens or whatever, like the, this podcast is going to keep going. If it's just me, if I'm in a closet, like mm -hmm. I don't I don't know. It's going to keep going no matter what. But it's the one thing that that I've you know been passionate about. But mm -hmm. You know, back to, to Kelly, I've never had that drive as a young kid to, you know, to dedicate myself to yeah. something. I've never cared about school or anything like that, and I wish I did. Mm -hmm. um, but there's different ways to go about stuff. So, again, if you're past the point of school, you can still make it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think that's a, a good thing to, to remind everybody of. For sure. Man. And working at Walmart's kept me humble. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that has kept me humble. Um, well, I, I know we kind of touched on Corona and, and stuff like that. Um, do you, do you guys want to move on to NBA? Oh, this is, this is my bread and butter. <laughs> this is what I do best. Okay. So sports talk, baby. I'll, I'll let Steve start with this one just to kind of drive the conversation. Um, okay. So as most people probably know already, the NBA is planning on starting back up July 31st. I think Moved I, it up July 30th. Oh, okay. Wow, so it's breaking not a, news. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. I did day. not know that. However, um, I think there's some kinks to work out still, to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. But let's acknowledge what um, a particular player um, would like for it to happen with the rest of the NBA season, and that's Mr. Kyrie Irving. Cry, um, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I'm fine with that. No, I'm just kidding. I um, So <laughs> I'll let you explain, because you kind of broke me on the details of mm -hmm. what I heard in, in brief – what he was talking about and what his suggestion was, but um, I'll let you kind of. Well, so I mean, we we know how Kyrie is. He's very opinionated. Um, Good word for it. He's out there and and he doesn't care what you think about him at right. all. Right. But he secretly does. Right. He thinks that he's basically the opposite of KD. No, they're, they're <laughs> actually so similar. right. We, they really? we think so they're similar. similar. Really? We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Um, KD think, cares though. He does, and so does Kyrie secretly. He oh, does. okay, I guess. But I they guess they're right. sensitive. They're sensitive. Which, right, if right. you're sensitive, that's fine. Just I want you to play basketball, and you know, <laughs> right? But and I, I first off, I completely understand Kyrie's side. If it's completely about like you think that in order for things to change, with all the social injustice and the NBA being a distraction, whether that's good or bad, in his mind, it's a bad thing. The NBA being a distraction that they should cancel the rest of the season until things change. I I completely understand. And I'm not going to, you know, I have no place to say what should happen and what shouldn't happen. Yeah. But LeBron has been very outspoken about, like, 
the NBA, what 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 people need right now is a good distraction. And I right. can as as LeBron, I can make change on the court. I can wear an I can't breathe shirt and everybody's going to see it and everybody's going to know what that means. And so the NBA players are, you know, they're trying to figure out what do we do? I hope we don't lose the season as an NBA fan. We've it's it's been hard already. Yeah, so for real quick though, for those who don't know what's going on, Kyrie is suggesting that we cancel the season mm-hmm. until we figure out until justice, I guess, is served. I don't even know what the end goal is for him. Right. Um, but my thing is two things. First of all, what does that mean exactly? Like what what has to happen exactly, Kyrie, mm-hmm. for you to be like, Okay, we can resume basketball now. Right. Is it that you know, I don't even know. Like, we have to go without any black people getting shot by cops for two years. Or I mean, right. what what what's the right? What's a timetable? Like, yeah. What's what's the what's the worst thing that can happen that would make you reset? Like, you know, nothing's gonna change. And then uh, my other gripe was, and you can, I want to hear what you think about this. I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, dude, if you're if if the Brooklyn Nets was first in the in the Eastern Conference and KD side decided to come back, you wouldn't be saying this, mm-hmm. right? You would, it, it, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be like, oh well, dang, we got our whole squad back, and yeah, we're leading the East, but no, I feel like we should. No, I, right. I, I do not see him saying. And that. it's the same thing as if does Kaepernick take his knee originally? If he's still the starter and the 49ers are, you know, five and one and yeah. you know, doing really well, does he does he do it then? That's a. Uh, so I mean, a lot of people their gripe, and you know, that's a completely different thing for another day. But just an example, their right. gripe was like, well. You know, the only reason he did it was because he wasn't playing much anymore. Is that the same thing with Kyrie? Is it not? Well, the the other thing that, that Kyrie has to realize, so, like, I know Kyrie spoke about this. I know Lou Williams spoke about it a little bit as well. Um, and then Steven oh, I Jackson. Know, I didn't know Lou says anything. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know exactly what he said, but I— Whatever, The Clippers don't need him. They're, <laughs> like, they're going to lose anyway to the Lakers. So. <laughs> But um, <laughs> so, but I just basically saw something that said like he's agreeing with Kyrie. So I don't know exactly what he said, okay. but and then Stephen Jackson also is kind of with them, which I love. I love Stacks. I, you know, I I think he's one of the one of the you know kind of best like OG players. Right. He's one but, of the most genuine people. Right. No Very matter genuine. how him family, and Matt Barnes for sure. Exactly. No matter how famous they get, how much right. money they got, they keep it real right. and they are themselves and so, you got to respect them. For so that. he spoke out about it too. And I kind of hate to say this. He's retired, man. Like, so right. like as much as Easy I appreciate, yeah, as much as I appreciate your opinion and respect him, like you're not in this right now. Right, like yeah. now the other thing that Kyrie and, and those guys have to realize is, Kyrie can never play basketball again and be set mm-hmm. for life and Absolutely. his kids and probably a generation after that with the money that they have. Mm-hmm. Not everybody in the NBA can afford that. Right. You know what I mean? Not everybody can afford that luxury of just kind of riding it out for two years or whatever Shit, it is. It may not even be about the money. It's, you know, a lot A lot of these players are in, NBA, in the NBA, they play because they love the game. Well, right. And I would do anything right now to go hoop and right. just play basketball. And so, like, I know these guys. They want to go out and they want to play basketball. Is it a difficult situation for them? Absolutely. You have the coronavirus going on with, you know, on top of everything. Like, as soon right. as it feels like we were about to get it, the social injustice, the players speaking out. And, again, like, I completely understand. 
But I feel like a lot of them just, they want to hoop and they want it to be a distraction. I need the distraction. Well, yeah. And, and again, I mean, to, to your point previously, it's going to it's gonna actually let them speak about it more. Yeah. There's going to be more interviews. There's going to be, you know, people on first take. There's going to be yeah, yeah, on ESPN, exactly. all that kind of stuff. Now, um, so I think in the end, it's actually going to help the message progress right. a little bit. I don't think it's going to take away, like, Steven Jackson has been big on, like, if you play the NBA, all this gets forgotten about. But it, no. it doesn't because this has no. been, like, George Floyd's death has been so big. Right. And I, I don't want to diminish any other black person that's ever been killed by a cop. But this one is, it seems bigger. Maybe because yeah. we were in the middle of a pandemic and people just, like, it was a way for them to get out of the house and go protest and, right. and make some noise. But, like, people that I know that have never spoken out about it at all. Me. I've ne- never had the place. I've never – it's not my place to ever say anything about it. I talk – Steve and I talk about it every day now almost. Like, anytime it, it, right. his name comes up. So, right. the NBA coming back, baseball coming back, football, it doesn't matter what comes back. We will always remember George, right. George Floyd's name and what needs to change so that another George Floyd doesn't happen. Right. And LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis – you know, all those players will make a statement right. bigger than not playing will. Right, and and I agree. I you know I I think it'll just help help progress everything yeah. a, a little further. Um, and another thing that I didn't realize when they agreed to come back and play in where are they playing like Disney Orlando, or something Disney, yeah. something like that. They didn't. I don't know if you guys knew this. The players didn't realize that they were going to be quarantined. Oh, did you guys know that that they're actually going to be quarantined in Disney, to where they there's limited, like to where they can see the, their family like a limited amount. For, well, they like, just changed like so that's what they, they thought originally it? that they were going to be quarantined, and I think the players felt more safe with that. The NBA said like you can leave the bubble, we're going to test you immediately and stuff, or like they and they're not encouraging you to leave the bubble, but if you do, like, okay. so players are like, well, so if. This guy can leave the bubble. Am I going to get sick? And then the family thing, they're not letting family members come until I think it's a second round. Okay. So by the time family members are coming, five of the, or the 22 teams, six teams will be eliminated, and then the whole first round. So you'll have, what, eight teams left right. when family, that, fi- family I mean, that, that puts in a whole other kind of – a whole other predicament, though. Like, if you're allowed to leave, like – Who's to say you're not allowed to leave like all night and stay at your house? Mm-hmm. Or are you only allowed to leave for a couple hours? You know, and then do you have to be back on campus and, you know, sleep in your dorm or I your think hotel or whatever? Quick as the games like, are going to go. You can't go too far. Right. I mean, we got eight games to play real quick. And then we're going to hop 16 right days. into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. You don't right. have time to be traveling on planes and all that. So, right. uh, I like it. Um, and that's another thing I wanted to touch on real quick the whole format of it. It was, I think it was one of the better ways to go about it. You know, um, I mean, it sucks for those whatever 14 teams or so that not going to be able to, oh, I think it's even less than that with the 16 and then was it the other six on top of that? Yeah. So well, eight teams East, started getting a chance, but they were going to, they didn't have a chance anyway. Right. And right. I think so, like your Steph Curry, if you're Draymond, of course, like I said, they want to hoop, they want to play, but like the whole logistics of everything, they're going it's 90%. Not, it's not worth it anyway. Right. 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 Um, and then, so let's say it does happen and Kyrie, anyway, like I said, oh, I guess they're going to vote on it or 
is going to NBA like Adams. Uh, See, I don't know. Like, are they just if enough players say like I'm not playing? Does the NBA just Adam Silver just say like, all right, if they're not playing, we're not doing this, right? Because like, and I heard voted. I heard a number of eighty people roughly said that they would be in favor of what Kyrie's talking about. Who, uh, who are the eighty though? Is it right. people that's in it? Is it people that are eliminated from Does the whole thing? Names like Stephen Jackson who are retired, right? Like yeah. so, there's so much to figure out between now and that thirty, that July thirtieth, mm-hmm. you know, start date. I don't even know where to go with it, man. The it, good thing about that though is like it'd be different if like things are supposed to start back up next week and all this is going on. Players would be like, oh gosh, like what's going on? Like we have six weeks still till July thirtieth. Three weeks until they got until they start reporting there, so they have like their two weeks of quarantine and stuff like that. Um, we have time to figure this out and let you know see what Kyrie wants is change. How much can change in three weeks? Not a whole lot, like right. you know, from a law standpoint, all that can't change in three weeks. But if there can be enough change, maybe that will open not his eyes because he's not playing anyway. That's and that's another well, part of it. He's not playing right. anyway. But players who are on the fence, Dwight Howard, Lou Will, you know, there I've seen change. I'm willing to play. Change has to continue. Right. And players like LeBron, who he will, Kawhi, Giannis, have to be the biggest voices to speak up for change to continue. Right. We have time. That's a like that's <clears> the <throat> one thing we've been wanting is not wanting is you know time in between. It kind of feels right now like. Time in between is good. Right. So. Yeah. yeah, right now, I mean, like, for them to, to start up, what, July 30th, you said? Mm-hmm. That's, like, kind of the last, like, chance. Like, I feel like that would be, like, the absolute latest that right. you would want to start. Because have they said, have they mentioned what the off season's going to be like? Um, or when they're going to start up next season? He knows the details of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <laughs> July 30th is when they would start. Um, They would do the draft lottery, like, uh, August, I think, sometime in August after, you know, the 60, it's down to the playoff teams. Um, worst case scenario, game seven of the NBA finals is October 12th. Now, say the first round is all sweeps. The second round starts earlier than it had, you know, a game went to game seven. Right. So the last day possible is October 12th for game seven. Could happen two weeks before that, you know. Um, and then the NBA draft is literally like, or free agency starts like October fifteenth, literally like three days afterwards. It's, it's quick. Like right. the draft, free agency are all done before November hits. Then they want to start games December first. I doubt it. I really doubt it. I I think even like Christmas is a stretch. Um, I what I could see happening though is Christmas Day comes, they have like the five marquee games as right. just like celebration of the year, Lakers, Clipper or Lakers whatever, Lakers, Clippers, this team, that team. Uh, and then you take another week off, and that gives just another week, and then the season officially starts. You just allow Christmas Day to be the yeah it's, start of it. It's going to be hard to I start I mean, and how by... cool would it be, like, LeBron on Christmas Day, right. Lakers home court against the Clippers getting their championship ring? Yeah. Like, it would just be so cool. Like, title number four, the banner drops, Paul Gasol's back out on the court with us. Like, All right, guys, be so awesome. that was episode 47. <laughs> um, no, I... I mean, it would be cool, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I feel like the first game of the season always sucks. 
I don't know what first games of the season you've been watching. <laughs> right. I mean, it's nobody's like in sync as as much as they could I, be. They'll still do preseason. But they'll, then they'll do preseason games. Yeah, like, but then you know, in a in a normal season, by the time the Christmas game comes around, right. then everybody's Teams going crazy. Right. And like, yeah. Yeah. And then that's why the Christmas game is so awesome. But I'm not saying it sucks, but in comparison, so like the NBA though, they have talked for the last like three or four years about pushing their season back to start on Christmas because they're those first two months. They're competing with college football, the NFL, baseball playoffs. I, I watch the NBA over baseball playoffs, but I, I'll watch college football and the NFL over the NBA. I'll pay attention a lot more than a casual fan, but they start on Christmas, then that first month is only competing with NFL playoffs, and that's it. College football right. is done for the most part. Baseball is not going on. So, yeah, you might have a week in, the, in February where the Super Bowl is going on, but then you own the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, and their season would end in August, right before football season starts. That's like what they've talked about doing for years. Now, I think with this scenario, they want to be done before the Olympics in 2021. Right. So they would do more back-to-back games, four games in five days, and anything to get as close to 82 in the se- next season. And if you're the players, like, does it suck? Yeah. It's one, like, it's it's not your fault the coronavirus happened and things got pushed back. But... You can do one season of back-to-backs and four games in five days if it means you're not losing your money. Because that's right. what, I mean, they're playing, they're right. doing right. their job for a reason. They want to make their money. You know, LeBron wants his full contract. Um, Kyrie wants his full contract. In order for that to happen, right. 82 games have to play. Four, four games, or yeah, four or games close in five days, is it sounds brutal, man. Yeah. Like, But I, when, as like as us, like, dude, I do anything to go play in four NBA arenas in five <laughs> days. Like, well, right. But, I mean, to them, like, and I, obviously they, they love it and it's their passion and they've been doing it for 20, 30 years, whatever it is. Um, but at a certain point, you know, it is also the business, right? Mm-hmm. It is the, you know, the, um, you know, the health of yourself that you right. got to look out for. So, And I'd be okay then with, like, next year with load management more. And the NBA, too, like, the – the, the players, the owners, and Silver have such good relationships that if it was for one year where Kawhi sits every third game because they're playing so many games, they're not going to find the Clippers. It's going to be like, this is a one-year exception where it's okay. Right. Because we understand that things are condensed. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, as a, as a fan, you can't be upset about no, load management. Like, but I would rather, again, like, same with normal stuff right now, I would rather have it with some restrictions than to not have it at all. See, and but I, I guess... Where where my where my thought process goes is would you rather have an eighty two game season of a lot of load management or a sixty five game season with things kind of spread out as they normally are as as a fan because really as from a business standpoint if you're doing load management all the time and they know Kawhi is going to sit out every third game those ticket sales. I, they, I mean, they're probably still going to sell out. That's a decent out, point, though. But, I like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to potentially I, hurt. I think there will – I don't know. It's hard to say, but I feel like there will be throwaway games, too. Games that they'll just be like, well, you know, we got to do them because we got to get 82 in, but I'm not too worried See, about it, this one but versus that's, that, that one. That happens now. That happens now all the time. Yeah, and but like, not as you frequently. Base, you're a baseball fan, right? Yes. Um. Baseball is different. They got 162 games. That's a lot of games. A lot of games, absolutely. Um, aside from, like, Cal Ripken Jr., does anybody ever play every game? Um, yeah, a lot of people. Um, stars. 
Yeah. Um, well, I know I, pitchers I, don't, but like, well, pitchers yeah. play. I mean, like Clayton Kershaw plays what twenty five games in a season. I was gonna say one out of every four, maybe Damn. five. Nobody yeah. complains about load management. I know, like, I mean, well, the, that's I different. Get it, man. I get it, but 100%. I'm just saying, right. like. You know, I I'm not a big I don't pay attention much to baseball, but I do know that there's games where like or like in the American League with the designated hitter, don't they assign like maybe somebody that's not great in the outfield, or like it's just easier for that player just to you know go hit. Yeah, he gets to go hit yeah, three with, times a game. That's all he's doing. With that's the DH, load management to me. Yeah, with the DH, that's that's definitely different. Like Big Poppy, obviously, yeah. you know, one of my favorite players of all time. He's DH for ninety percent of his career, but. You know, when they go to the the National League, he's such a good player that mm-hmm. they will throw him on first base. Right. So, but I I mean I, I see your point and stuff like that. But and you like have to one, have again like it's it's a one year thing. So the players have to deal with it for one year. Right. Fans have to deal with it for one year. But the the difference with baseball is you know in basketball what are you playing two three games a week generally mm-hmm. right baseball you play if it's a 30, 30 day month. You're playing 28 games, right? That absolutely, I get. You know yeah. what I mean. You you go usually, usually, f- you know, at least four to eight days without a day off, right? Every time. But see, like, and uh, hockey's another sport. They play 82 games in hockey. I want to know how often does a hockey player like play all 82 games, right? Like, n- like with no injuries, so just like load management, or like, you know, maybe play half the game or whatever. Like football, there's so few games that every game matters. And right. basketball, like in baseball, 162 games, you could lose, you know, 80 games and be first place, and that seems like mind blowing. But right. it happens in baseball all the time. The NBA, like 82 games, is a lot, and but a lot of times it does come down to those last few days of like seeding and stuff. So it does matter. Right. But again, for one one year, I'll be fine if players sit out. Just like I'll be fine, like as a fan, I'll be fine if like I watch one game and LeBron's not playing. Right, it and is what it is. Because I know playoff time, everybody will be. But as again, as a fan, we are okay with it. As a business, is the NBA okay with it? Because again, right. uh, yes. viewership's going to be down, which means money from ads is going to be down. Right, money from ESPN is going to be down. Ticket sales potentially might be down, especially in the smaller markets. You know, like, I mean, who's gonna, you know, who's gonna go see? I guess like a Pacers game when. Like what Oladipo's out and whoever else, like they True. might sell out. You're right. They're gonna lose a little bit of money from like the ad revenue and all that, but they're gonna make more money by playing 82 games than they are by playing 65 because local T. And I'm not like I'm not an expert in any of this, but like the local TV contracts, they do get a bunch of money for playing a certain amount of games, and that's why like right now the restart, they want to add, they wanted to add games to it so that they hit that certain amount. I don't think the eight games gets anybody close to it, but that's still eight more games of local TV revenue that they're right. not getting. So I, they'll make up for it. And for one, like, I mean, baseball right now, if they don't play, they're gonna, they're really gonna hurt their sport. Right. Um, lose yeah, a little they, bit of money for one year instead of completely like destroy your fan base by dude, not having games. Baseball. I mean, I I don't want to get on this topic for for too long, but so have you? Seen anything about baseball um, or anything? I seen the one. Who was the black guy that posted the video? You seen that on ESPN? Dude, I don't even watch ESPN. It's all about Corona okay. or the movement. Or he was pretty much mocking the the, the negotiations between. Dude, it's ownership bad, man. And, and it's bad. Like right now, I think last I knew, uh, 
MLB proposed like a 72 game season. The Players and, Association did, and the owners oh, turned it down. And the owners turned it down. Then that's less yeah. than half. Or it's, it? it's back. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And the players want to get paid for like the they want to get full pay for the games they're playing. Totally understand that, right? Would you want to go to Walmart right now and get 80 percent of your pay for the days you you work? No. Right. If you take time just because off there's for, no customers, like that's not my fault. If right. you take time off for coronavirus, I get it. You don't get paid for days you don't work. But for days that you work, you should get your full pay. So why is it different for baseball players? If I was an NBA player or a baseball player, whoever, and they said, like, no, we're only going to pay you 80% or 75%, or I've even seen at one point fifty percent for the days you work, like, hell no. Right. Like, All because that money. strictly because there's no fans, not because of any yeah. other factors. Well, the, the other thing, too, is the other thing I saw is I don't know the legality of it, but it sounds like they can. The MLB – basically said that they're going to impose like a 55 game season no matter what yeah like, like basically the, they can do that the, the commission sounds like it wow. yeah i think the commissioner can make them play minimum 50 games or maximum 50 games no matter what like right. if they don't reach an agreement so wow. yeah so i don't know how that's going to work if like you're if gonna you're have a, players like bryce harper and yeah, if big, you're a starter do you have to play they're gonna then, say I'm, or, I'm sitting out you can have replacement players from the Minor leagues, which aren't getting paid right, right. now, right. yeah, it's gonna it's gonna ruin the sport. Base. I'm yeah. not a big baseball wow, fan as is. Baseball has been declining, this man. Is as me is, off even and more. yeah, it's just it's just going downhill. Yeah, it sounds like the whole entire sport needs to be from top to bottom. Need to and be it's so re- crazy because it's the highest paying God, sport. So many like it's the highest paying yeah. sport, and we looked it up. I think last week, right? And oh uh, what Garrett Cole got. Nine years, three hundred and twenty-four million, mm-hmm. and then I think Bryce Harper got thirteen, 13 years, three thirty. Yeah, but if you break that down, it's it was retarded. what nine years for three twenty-four for Garrett Cole. He's the second highest paid player right now, and that was like what thirty-six million or something like yeah. that. A Guaranteed. Year. He broke it down to like eight or nine a week or something like yeah. that. Eight or nine million. Um, like a month, I think. A month. Yeah. Or, yeah. Crazy. No, yeah. So yeah, no. Thirty six mil a year is three million a month. Right, right. Can yeah. you imagine? That's just... a mil a week almost. <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh my god. Um, and he's a pitcher, so he's only playing one game that week, maybe. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. But so, I, I we talked about it earlier at work. Um, just the whole baseball. Baseball doesn't play. Another thing with the NBA and what Kyrie not wanting to play. If the players decide we're not playing and they have to officially cancel the season, the owners have every right to rip up the CBA, the CBA that they have. And that would turn basketball upside down, too. Yeah. Because I didn't know that. The, like I said earlier, the players, the owners, and the commissioner all have really good relationships with each other. But if the players do that, the owners have every right to, you know, rip that up. Just if the owner said, like, no, we're not going to pay you guys this year, the players can say, you know, our CBA, it's out the window. We got to start negotiating again. I mean, it could really, well, really ruin the sport. That's the crazy thing when all this started. Like, I mean, we, it could affect. It could affect not having next season. And if right. you lose two years worth of stuff, oh my right. god, good luck. And there. and that good was the night. thing when this all started. I, it was on ESPN. I don't know who said it, but the the you know the the CBA did not cover pandemics, mm-hmm. right? I mean, right. why would it? You right. know, going forward, they're gonna right. have some right. sort of clause yeah. in there for right this so type of shit. Man. I have no idea what's gonna happen, man. And wow, it's it's crazy. We all we all want sports back, but at what cost? You know, and to us, we're just fans, so we just want to see you out there and and distract us and things like that. But 
again, I, I see the business side of it. I see the player side of it. I see the fan side of it and everybody's making valid points. It's just, I don't know if there is a right answer in this situation. Uh, I definitely think it's not what Kyrie's saying. And I think well, like, I, I, I there's a wrong from, answer, but I don't know if there's <laughs> a right answer. I look at it from the, the coronavirus part. If a player doesn't want to play because they, they are worried about getting sick and bring it to their families, then I, I'm, I'm 100%. It's hard I to not be, yeah. I mean, even right. with LeBron, I would, I would, I would be upset as a fan, but I understand it. Does it, would LeBron ever do it? Cause I think it would diminish his legacy. He would be, you know, but like if Dwight Howard or Kyrie or even Kawhi, like it's, it's one year. It is what it is. And I think we need to start getting to the, to the point, especially with sports as fans and as players, is it worth the risk? I right. know as a fan, I would take the risk and go to a game. If I was allowed to, I would do it. Yeah. Right. If I was a player, and I say this because I'm not, but if I'm if I was, like, I feel like I would take the risk. I take the risk going to work every day. I right. take the risk driving in my car. I right. take the risk coaching going to the football. damn gas station. Yeah, even. you might, you know what I mean. Now so we have to get to the really point where, if if it's worth the risk, to you do it. Now, as a player, though. Is it worth the risk if you're set financially for life already? If it's if it's not, then you don't play, right? I, then, I don't, you better not be the first person to come back and act like you, you know. Tell everybody like I think you should have done this. I think you should have done this. Right. I just I, you gotta do what's best for you. Obviously, this is all easier said than done. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's all There's from, no right or wrong answer. Right. But at, at the same point, like you know, if you sit out the year or whatever, everybody's gonna understand. But then looking back, it could be bigger. Like, you know, what's that do to your legacy? What's that potentially do for your Hall of Fame voting? Mm-hmm. Potentially, you right. know, people might feel a certain way, right. especially the voters who are kind of more on the inside. Like it, there's there's a lot more to this than just what's on the surface. And again, I mean, there's there's no right or wrong. I mean, there is a wrong answer, but there's no <laughs> there's no right answer. Right. And that's that's the difficulty of it is everybody is making very valid points. What do we go with? We just go with what we have. Game 7, 2020 <laughs> NBA Finals, Lakers-Bucks. Lakers win it all, baby. Um, I don't think, honestly, in my whole opinion, if sports has anything to do with justice being served and things changing – you know, it's the NFL that's got to make the biggest move, in my personal opinion. They, you know what? I, I applaud the last Friday. The players sent out that, like, a mashup, and Roger Goodell came out and said, like, we were wrong. And that's that that's already one thing to change. It's step one bigger than anything that's right. been done. So, Ever, yes. And that slowly has to happen every week, every day. We have to see change. The players have to see change, and, that like, the NBA can do that too. With with the Goodell kind of saying that we were wrong, obviously that's a big, big step and, you know, a, a very good thing that he did and stuff. But, again, I, I forget who said this, but it was a very good perspective. And they said, like, it's good that you said that and all that, but he should have, in his statement, apologized to Cap. Mm-hmm. It was and Malcolm ooh, Jenkins. That that would have been was it Malcolm Jenkins? Ten times and more And that would have been, yeah, ten way Ten times better. more powerful. But he kind of took – we kind of talked about this before we started recording. Like, I'm not saying it is or it's not, but it's kind of a virtue signal type thing to where it's like, I'm going to make a statement because I think I have to. Right. And I'm not saying that's what he did or didn't, but if he wanted to make an actual powerful statement, given the situation, 
you should have mentioned Cap. Right. You know, at least mentioned it. You know, he didn't necessarily have to directly apologize to him, but just say, you know, how we handled the Kaepernick situation. You know, we we were in the wrong or something like that. He doesn't necessarily have to apologize. Does, does he have to make that public though? What if he? What if like because we yes. talked about what if a, what if a uh, owner of whatever team donated five million dollars and didn't put it to the public? I, I think what if Goodell has talked to Kaepernick and I apologize? I'm sorry. I don't. Why think does that's that have enough. to be public? Because what he did was diminished Kaepernick's character publicly. But so it long. wasn't just Goodell. It was so many oh, people absolutely. across America. Absolutely. And now people are realizing what Kaepernick did the reasons that he did it. Some people have changed their mind on it. Some people are still gun ho about like he Man, disrespected the flag. But Goodell had the the biggest influence at the time right. to be right. like, hey, you know, what Cap is doing, you guys may not like it, but I right. respect it and I understand it. He had the most influence, I think, in influencing other people to right. kind of take his side mm-hmm. or just be indifferent about it or right. you know, so against it. So. As I agree that, you know, owners and things like that don't necessarily have to come out publicly they can donate, you know, on the side or in the background. Kaepernick, you got to say something publicly. You have to. And I, I, I mean, I personally think, and I have, you know, no clue for real. But I think once the season gets closer, um, first off, I think Kaepernick is going to get an opportunity to try out for a team this year. I think owners have changed their guard. I think he's he's been out of the league for four years. How good is he going to be? I have no idea. I think he's going to get an opportunity, which is what he deserves. And I think there's... And they're going to turn it into a money thing, which is fine. It's going to bring awareness. They're going to do something with Cap, whether it's commercial or whatever, right. that will basically be the apology. And, again, with with this, there's no right or wrong. Right. There's no, you know, anything like that. But Either I think way, it's going to piss somebody off. The, yeah. My problem with them bringing in Cap now, like, obviously it's a good thing to potentially give him a job. He's probably not going to start. Mm-hmm. And are you doing that just for the public? It's like, kind of too late, almost. To yeah, it's it, that's my thing. Like, if I'm Cap, I'm I'm holding up my middle fingers right. and saying no. Fine. Like, yeah. you're you just really doing this th- for the publicity. No, I think it it, it could be that, or it could also and be there's like, no way of knowing. Right, it could be that, or it could be like you know what, my eyes are open now, unlike they were in the, within the last four years. I was, as an owner or as a GM or whatever, I understand what Kaepernick did, right. and I'm okay with taking on that distraction. Because people are going to turn into a distraction, and it could be a good distraction, it could be a bad. Right. So I think and somebody will take the chance. It just depends because on because he deserves it, and they yes. realize that we can grow as an as an as a team, as an ownership. Right. And there can be good that comes out of it. For for me, it it just kind of depends on who the owner is and who the head coach is. Like I know Pete Carroll came out and said he said he he regrets not signing right him. right yeah. back in 2017, which is all all well and good, but. Everybody right now regrets it. So, right, like, yeah. I, as much as I love Pete Carroll, I think if he signed Kaepernick, that would be acceptable. And I don't think he's going to do that just for public or for, for publicity. Right. But if it's, I mean, I don't know another coach that potentially would do that. But, you know, Let's like. say even if it was like the Cowboys or, you yeah, know, the, somebody like that. or The Cowboys definitely won't sign um, Kaepernick. I can guarantee that right now. <laughs> There's no way Jerry Jones will ever sell ever sign Kaepernick. I'm just saying. Jesus, man. And if he does, that is pure publicity. Right. That right. is pure publicity. Right. That was half my point. You know what I mean? Like, if if, if, if somebody was coming out to try to capitalize on it, that we'd be able to tell pretty quick if yeah. it was genuine. Right. Yeah. And I think that's – I I think we would be able to tell quickly. Yeah. And right. you'd bash – if that if 
comes out, you bash that team, and that team, like even fans of that team, would be pissed, and they would right. they would feel it in their wallets, and that's right. what you know. Selfishly, they might would want to avoid is right. So, but then it, I mean, we can we can keep going down this yeah, rabbit hole, man. Yeah. I know. Back to my larger point, though. I mean, I don't. Kyrie's kind of making it seem like sports is the main platform for, you know, this social reform that we need. And I, I don't necessarily agree. I feel like the people in the White House have more influence. Honestly, that being <laughs> as it is, they have more influence than I think any particular league and, you know, getting the result that Kyrie wants out of all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think sports is, you know, or taking away a season or not finishing a season, canceling a season is the, is the way to get what you want. I can very easily see in it. Let's cancel all the four sports then. Fine. For a whole year. Who's to say that it's not going to keep going on? You think just because strictly because we don't, we're not playing sports, people are just going to, oh, like white man. cops could be like, no, oh, I'm my not, God, I can't, I can't, I can't yeah. stand not having an NFL. I'm going to stop killing people. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's right. not going to be like Absolutely. that. Right. <sighs> Instead, Sports will bring, be that distraction, and will be. The I think good it's a much. I think it's a. It's, it's a, a distraction, healthy, exactly, healthy, but not in the wrong uh, yeah. way. Not in the wrong and way. And it could it, it will give people the players a platform, and that's more you know, so than now. Right. Yeah. Definitely. For LeBron sure. can make a bigger statement on the court than you can on Twitter. Yeah. Right. Especially more often too. More yeah. interviews, more things like that. Greatest so. player on the court. Greatest player off the court. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I disagree with that, but <laughs> still I don't want to give him the fourth title this year, do you? No, I don't. See, <laughs> I, 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 I'm I'm all love for LeBron. We're, I'm, we're I'm under all the love, conspiracy but. right now that Kyrie, that's what he's doing. He's just trying to <laughs> prevent LeBron from winning another title. That's it's more like five years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Steve brought this up when we were at work. If there say there was no coronavirus and George Floyd had still died, does Kyrie say like? Cancel the season. This we're not playing anymore. Or do you think it's only because there was a break that he's like, it's not worth finishing this out because right. of this? It, yeah, I, I think that's the case. It's right. because of the corona thing. Right. I mean, yeah. There's no way in my mind you would be just like, you know, oh, we should just stop playing. All teams right now right. should just drop because everything and we're I doing think if and stop K- playing. They didn't. Even, you said like they had to be first in the East and KD playing. I think say like they were seventh right now and KD was like, I'm coming back from the playoffs. Kyrie wouldn't he'd be dead silent right now right. because he's a competitor. He wants to win a championship, I think. Right. And that's up he in wants the air to go too. out there and ball. Right. <laughs> right. 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 For sure. Well, cool, man. Um, we're almost at an hour. So yeah. any uh, any last words on corona, on engagement, on anything NBA. like that? Yeah. Uh has your finals prediction changed since episode the first what episode was that? I was on? The Clippers? It was Clippers, Clippers over Bucks. Over yeah. the Bucks. Um I Has think coronavirus changed your mind about I, I will if I'm being honest, and I don't want to, I would probably give it to the Lakers now, but it's because of a um, mindset thing. I think LeBron and A D will come back much stronger than Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah, I feel like Kawhi and Paul George have taken this quarantine. And, I mean, they're not sharing public what they do. But you know they're not working out as hard as LeBron is. Right. And you know that they're not pushing each other like LeBron's pushing AD. Because LeBron's saying, like, he's probably texting AD every day, right. like, hey, you, you better do this. I mean, I heard LeBron was Zooming people and, like, let's just work out in together. Right. Whether we're on, you he's know. He's a freak, Like, bro. that's, I, I was, I, you know, when I heard that, I was like, Damn. 
I would kind of be upset, especially if there was no forewarning. You just buzzing my line, and they say, like, right, he's out. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> when the last you're time so- you worked out? You're right. soft. You're soft. <laughs> right. You're soft. Uh, yeah. Or what, what, would, thing. What, what would MJ say? The, the MJ's notorious trash talk. Oh, my gosh. Like, did you watch the last yes. dance? The, yes. the, the trash talk that MJ did, I just can't believe he would say stuff like that to his teammates. Like, <laughs> I didn't think Hey, you better really make bad. that shot, ho. Right. It was right. that we, right. we, I, I feel like Kobe said much we, worse shit to his we teammates. Literally, like, Probably. We said, like, I, I've talked more crap to, like, like worse crap to team. I, I've said yeah. worse things to Steve, like, us just talking. <laughs> right. Like, they made it seem like MJ was just like, F you, F this, right. blah, 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 nonstop. Right. Right. Everybody right. loved MJ hey, you, in the you locker make, room. You make that shot, ho. Except right. Horace like, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, we appreciate you coming on. I appreciate it. You know, I, I love coming on. I love talking sports. I love talking not sports, believe it or not. <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, I, I, I just, I, again, help my guys out. Like, you're busting for it. Um, you know, I know that you're, you're always talking about it with me, like, just how much fun it is. I love being on here with you guys and everything, so. Yeah, we, we definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah, just another reminder, guys. Every every dollar this month from the Patreon does go to the Columbus Freedom Fund to help protesters and their bail money, uh, anybody that was unlawfully arrested and, and things like that. So definitely sign up for that. Again, if you don't want to continue the subscription, there's no hard feelings. Obviously, this is for a good cause. Yes. So make sure to cancel by June 30th. 3-0. I always forget. <laughs> 6-30-2020. But yeah, basically before the 1st of July. So That's that's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. make sure to <laughs> to cancel then. Um but we do we do appreciate you guys listening. Thank you Taylor. Yes, Thank man. You. Um appreciate our it. our outro song today is called Kumbaya by Hobson. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, guys, Kumbaya, have a good night. Lord, I might say we out. That you might not Go Lake Show. When do I drop the torch? Bless my enemies with whom I mop the floor with. It's true, my thoughts are more. Big. I'ma do my job, of course. Shit. Can't fit in my shoes. Niggas wishing I lose. I'ma get it like. I done left it all behind me in Cali while yelling goodbye to my family. I had to do a little soul search. All of my demons kept on fighting and scrapping. Inside of my mind, I was crashing. Maybe I was having a growth spurt. They tell me I should go out and mingle. It don't work. I've contemplated on whether or not to smoke perp. Think you sick in the head? Come visit my shed. I live on the edge. Let's jump. Should I go first? Yikes. Quite preposterous. White kids soaking up the hype up off it. I am hops and I'm obnoxious. I've been talking like the guy from Boston. Watch me rise to top 10. You know what I mean? Ain't no one like me. I'm gonna turn all of my haters to some overnight fiends. I done made a lot of money from exposing my grief. Flow catch bodies like it's COVID-19, nigga. Bitch, listen, I'm exerting the gas fumes. I'm the asshole who goes to work in the bad mood. Me and my alter ego make a murderous rap group. I'm handing beef to niggas like I'm serving the fast food. I should have been spazzed, not a bird in this past due. Haters want to laugh at all the hurdles I ran through, but the word on the avenue is now they want to watch you pee like a fucking pervert in the bathroom, nigga. Ew, yeah. The ladies always tell me I'm a real cunt. These whack motherfuckers, that's a meal. Lunch. On every instrumental, I'ma spill guts and I'm still nuts. Like Robocop Strodum, I'm giving niggas hell, but I really hope I'm not gone. And if I do, I'm pulling up with hoes in my form. While the man above is watching with his coke and popcorn. Well, I guess I'm a villain.